everybody. I am Arya Pawai. People call me Pawai. I'm from Capgemini Engineering. I am not against a hype in the beginning because that is how you identify, you learn what the people are looking for. I'm Catherine Speglia, and this is Well Technically, the tech podcast where women do the explaining. Pavai, I really appreciate you taking the time to be here. Thank you, Catherine. Uh, Our conversation will touch on the rebranding of Altran to Capgemini Engineering, as well as the reluctance of some Asian operators to move to the 5G cloud. But first, what is an example of a time in which being a woman has empowered you? Oh, okay. Excellent question. Thank you for that. So actually, I would say I'm in a very good time because... uh, Earlier, if you see, women were less empowered. They were not getting that much opportunity, but I am fortunate to be in this particular era. Uh, right from the beginning from, of my career, I have been uh, always treated equally. I mean, I won't say any inequality I have seen in my whole career. I have been part of this company uh, for the last 20 years or so. And I have not seen any inequality. I have um, really cherished my job, uh, I mean, over here uh, as uh, being treated equally. And I feel it's because of this era uh, where I am in, where we are all equally treated. So I am liking this job. Yeah, things are definitely changing in, in the tech industry, which is really great to see. So my next question for you is also a bit personal. How did you get involved in the telecom industry in the first place? Oh, that's a good question. So um, I had been uh, very much interested in all my computer activities right from the beginning. So I wanted to somehow pursue anything in the computers area. And that's how I even did my engineering in computers uh, originally. And uh, then I, I uh, came into this, uh, I mean, in, within my computers uh, activities, uh, studying, I was really interested in the networking and telecom activities. Mm-hmm. And by chance, I got a very good opportunity through my campus placement itself. I was actually looking for a telecom solution. And the very first company which came to our office was a telecom company. So I, by chance, got um, selected in that campus interview. And from that time, I have pursued this. I had got other opportunities on my way, on my career, to other activities. But somehow, I always have stuck to this telecom world. And to be honest, I'm liking this activity. So it's a, it's a good opportunity uh, for, for having this uh, telecom space. Uh, because uh, right now, there are a lot of additional activities, additional technology uh, things that are coming up, a lot of advancements in the telecom space. And it's a good time to actually learn as well as contribute. And it's also contributing to the society. Specifically, if we look into the current world where the pandemic is really uh, uh, affecting the whole industry, uh, but uh, telecom is really flourishing, and this is helping, in fact, even for the social cost of the people. Yeah, I really uh, feel what you're saying there about telecom being so much 
more than than networks and phones because I I only started in the telecom industry you know about two and a half years ago and when I first started I definitely thought it was going to be a narrow focus and it is not I mean like you said there's so many different technologies involved and it's really branching out and that is something that really makes it cool to learn a lot about because you're learning so much that's true that's true and this is not a single direction so you have telecom and then you're also looking into the networking you're also looking into the cloud aspects you're also looking i mean this is evolving continuously evolving it's not just one area that you're looking into so yes it's a good space yeah i agree and we will talk about some of the things you, you just mentioned like cloud but first i i wanted to ask you about the recent rebranding of Altran to Capgemini Engineering. Can you walk me through a little bit of the motivation behind the rebranding? Sure, sure. Uh, so as you would know that um, Capgemini uh, acquired Altran around uh, uh, April of last year, April of 2020. Uh, Capgemini has already been uh, having a lot of, lot of global business lines. They have mm-hmm. multiple uh, business lines, global business lines. And uh, they were also pursuing uh, with engineering capabilities in, uh, in Capgemini. And Altron had a good uh, uh, engineering and R&D services. So this was a good, you can say, combination, a complement. Uh, so that's how Altron beca- became one of the global business line. And it's now branded as Capgemini Engineering. It's a new brand name that is given. And so now this is one of the global business line within Capgemini. Within this uh, business uh, line, we have around 52,000 passionate engineers. We are spread over 30 countries. Um, uh, So, and we are almost like a leader in the ERND market, you can say, because of this uh, merger with uh, Capgemini. And uh, now because of this, we have become a group group that's uh, intelligent industry. And this is like, you can say an intelligent industry strategy has come up because of this merge. My next question for you is actually about something that you wrote a number of years ago at this point. You authored a piece about cutting through the hype of 5G. So now that it's 2021 and 5G is becoming more of a reality, do you still feel like vendors and operators are overhyping 5G to this day, or is it beginning to live up to some of those promises? Okay, so it's a really interesting thing. Actually, you would notice that uh, marketing is something everybody has to do, and yeah. marketing mm-hmm. is something which would have some level of hype. So you can't really question that hype, it is required. Um, and uh, marketing really helps any 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 aspect, not just technology thing. So I am not against a hype in the beginning because that is how you identify, you learn what has what the people are looking for. At the same time, only a hype and with no background is also not good. But that's a good thing that has come up in 5G that yes, you're right, it started with a hype. It started with uh, what all 5G can achieve. I mean, it was almost like everything you can do with 5G. But uh, that came up uh, with a very good information that that gave us a lot of use cases. So it came up and it gave us ideas that what are people looking for? Because general public was answering this. General public was saying, this is what I need from 5G. 
and technologists really got that as an input and they understood that okay this if this is the thing then this is what we have to achieve in the technology and the use cases started developing in that area the industrial units also understood what people require what industries require what enterprises required why do you need splicing why do you need security so that hype has actually benefited i would say for the technology industry and uh, even today i won't say okay everything is all sorted out there's no hype i won't say that yes you would see still some hype but again it's for the betterment so it would give us some more ideas on what people would require in future that's an interesting perspective on how the hype actually kind of pushes the industry and the tech to live up to some okay. of those promises are Asian operators reluctant to move to the 5G cloud? If so, why do you think that is? Okay, um, so there is some amount of, uh, I would say, skepticism in the Asian operators, uh, mainly because uh, we all know that cloud, I mean, it's a general belief also, and it's a general, some, some uh, reality is also there. That cloud cloud brings in some issues with respect to security. So it it, it uh, has some uh, you are leaving something out in security if you have not properly planned your deployment, uh, and uh, that is what uh, is actually becoming a skepticism for these uh, Asian operators, and uh, they are not perceiving any specific need. I mean, as of now where the cloud can really uh, uh, and, uh, help them. But that's not true all, for all the operators. There are operators, specifically you would hear in markets like in South Korea, operators are going for a lot of cloud uh, native solutions. Japan has also started moving towards a lot of cloud native solutions. So it's not that um, they are completely skeptical or completely uh, ignoring cloud, but uh, Yes, there is some amount of skepticism, mainly for the security reasons. That is the one which is hampering them. But at the same time, they understand that, okay, there can be some solutions to avoid those security lapses. Uh, yes, and they are building that. They want to be having a real good solution so that uh, security is not compromised. So that is why they are taking baby steps towards cloud deployment. Okay, great. And my last question for you is what, from your perspective, are some of the biggest challenges still facing global 5G rollout? I mean, I know it's, you know, becoming a thing all over the world very quickly, but what is still kind of hindering that progress? Sure. So 5G rollout uh, requires two major things. One, the users have to be really getting that real application, that killer application that cannot work without 5G. I mean, if you say that, okay, today, uh, we if uh, somebody has to say that, okay, can you live with a 3G network? No, people will say no, because there are lots of applications which require that high bandwidth, which 4G was offering. So people need 4G today, and uh, they need that high quality voice or audio quality, audio and video quality, which 4G was giving. Now, Similarly, 5G is giving you better, even higher bandwidth, but we need those killer applications which will leverage this high bandwidth applications. 
and there are there are applications coming there are in fact uh, i heard that uh, there was a sports um, uh, sports activity that took place in europe where they were showing the the football match with a 360 degree video camera so that's a real good uh, use of 5g so you are using a high bandwidth and people were seeing the 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 balls being uh, pushed in all different angles so people had that ability to see which angle they want to see the the ball being pushed and at the same time it was also giving a, a vr content over there saying that okay this person this uh, fielder is now trying to do this he's trying to push it in this direction in this direction i mean a prediction was coming beforehand yeah so that was that uh, artificial intelligence bringing in into that so these type of things are really capable uh, if you have that high uh, not only high bandwidth but also the low latency so 5g is offering both these so these type of applications are really going to be a, a, a pulling factor for uh, the users so the operators are really waiting for these type of applications to be developed so that people are able to really understand the need of 5g and then uh, operators can really help uh, roll out the 5g deployment that is one aspect but the second other aspect is 5g also offers this uh, concept called network slicing so where you slice this whole network for different functionality you want to use it for iot you have totally different resource requirements you want to use it for a for a gaming application totally different resource requirements so this type of slicing can be very well done in 5g but with this slicing comes some more requirements with respect to how you secure this whole slice how do you make sure that one slice is not affecting the other slice so these are certain things which are uh, not exactly not defined i would say but requires some more depth of understanding on how this can be rolled out how this can be onboarded how this can be maintained for future releases so that is what is actually right now uh, some things that the operators are working on to uh, make sure that these are all well defined so that uh, they can take this 5g solutions for next 5 to 10 years well pavai this is great those thank you so much for taking the time to to speak with me No problem Catherine it was wonderful talking to you it was a pleasure Well Technically is an Arden Media production For advertising inquiries contact Danny Miller at dmiller@ardenmedia.com at